Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're, You're listening, listening to Mighty House. Oh, now Mike's I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts of previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. Again, 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And the new kitchen, new bath, new addition the brand new Niles Design District has everything you need to renovate your home. Nearly 10 home improvement businesses offering expert advice, competitive prices, and superior products are on Milwaukee Avenue in Niles. Join Mighty House Radio on Saturday, May 4th from 7 to 10 a.m. for your live broadcast from Joe Donut at 6959 North Milwaukee Avenue in Niles. Come for a free donut and coffee, bring the family, and learn more about the Niles Design District. It's your road to a better home. Go ahead. Rich, you put um, Unique Carpets um, phone number up on our Facebook Live, and there's a small typo in the area code, and I can't fix it. I fixed it. Hit refresh. It was 547, and I I changed it back to 847. Hmm. All right, I'm going to refresh. I'm going to look and see. Well, I'll look too, because I know I did it. Okay. So what's the real number? You know? 847-459-1600, excuse me. 847-459-1600. But she is correct. But the first time I put it up, I put 547, probably just because I'm an idiot, but... Oh, that's okay. There you I'm go. Just looking. Fixed. Boom, done. Just like that. But I'm surprised. Why would her still show okay, the other Okay, because one? it wasn't refreshed. Yep, you got to refresh okay. it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because I caught it like almost instantly, but... That's weird. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, that was my big thing for you. <laughs> nope, quite all right. Let's see. There we go. All right, cool. I have an email if you're interested. Sure, we could do that. Okay. I can't play the song, but we can, can do that. You can sing it. Go ahead. You can sing it. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Okay. Dear Mighty House. Email, we get email, we get your emails every day. Ding, ding. Bing, 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 here's your mail today. Junka, chunka, unka, chunka, unka, chunka. Dear Mighty House, keep going. Unka, chunka, unka, chunka. I'm so on the same wavelength as Rich. I hate when people say hot water heater, but I've told you that before. I really agree with him about garbage disposers. Disposers. Disposals? She said disposers. Ugh. Not, oh man, I'm going to say this word wrong. You guys are going to make fun of me. Ecologically, ecologically, ecologically good for one thing. Altimeter? 
It's like centimeter. Alta meter. Why is that wrong? (laughs) Centimeter, altimeter. Oh, Robbie doesn't know the English language. No, apparently I don't. And that's fine. Why do people use them? It is putting more junk into our water that has to be filtered out at the water waste treatment facility. Just scrape it into your trash can or put in your garden like Ron suggested. I've had three houses in 45 years and never had or wanted disposal. Just my two cents worth. Love you all. Thanks for all the info, entertainment, and fun. Never tire of the Homer Simpson clip. <laughs> Except for today, we don't have them. But that's okay. Well, I'm going to fix that. I'll so fix. thank you very much. Excellent. Yeah, cool. Um, so garbage disposals, and you, you, a lot of places won't even allow them. So uh, condo buildings, you can't install them because the pipes aren't big enough. You need a two-inch drain. So if you've got an older condo building with inch and a quarter or inch and a half uh, drain lines going out, you're not allowed to use them. Uh, it, it also, just in condos in general, a lot of times they don't want them in there. If you've got a, uh, if you're on septic and in, in a septic and a leach bed, you don't necessarily want to use that either because you're just filling your tank up with all that biodegradable stuff when you can just take it outside and put it in the garden. So um, the, those are the, the garbage disposal. It's just meant for odds and ends that maybe come off the plate that you haven't been able to scrape off. It's, it's not really meant to do much of anything. So people use it as a food processor processor. They but... do. I've seen people just run it, you know, when <laughs> I see, wow, this is so much better. I've seen people run it, you know, at parties and uh-huh. just scrape all the dishes into there and then right. they just keep it running. Right. And they're running everything in there. Yes. And then, yeah, but the idea is to scrape it into a garbage can or like Ron has suggested, you know, we used to do coffee cans or a small can and it would go out to your to your um, compost. Sure. Anything organic, you know. So, but just to, when you rinse the plate, you might have little bits. That's all it's for. It's not for cleaning out your whole plate and throwing in eggshells and it drives me crazy sometimes when I see what people are throwing in there. Yeah. And then the celery, because it's so stringy, it gets wrapped up in all the blades and you know, all yeah. the hammers in there and you get to just mess it up. So Daniel says disposals were created by a plumber that needed work. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So uh, I don't know. I mean, so it, it, if a client wants them, we put them in. But uh, like I said, a lot of times people aren't using them. So, right. You know, it, it's and they they tend to last a long time. So even if you're redoing your kitchen, just throw the old one back in. You'll, you'll be fine. You know, you can always change that out separately on it on your own. So, uh, let's see. What else do we have? There was something else here. Where'd we go? Yeah, I'm I'm looking on the Facebook page to see yeah. what people have posted because I'm out. You you got I've talked about my poison ivy, my yeah. mice. I'm just about uh how about what's in your truck? No. No? No. You don't have anything in your truck? No, that didn't mm-hmm. No, you didn't like that one? No. We talked tree mulch. Yeah, well, that was last tree week mulch. we talked yeah. tree mulch. Okay, I will have a moving. I have a moving tip though. Yeah. Something that happened to me. Okay. Um. So I, am working with some movers, and we packed a glass like a china cabinet thing, which has a key. Yep. And so I'm with the mover, and he's packing everything, and he goes to put the key in the box, and I said, "Ooh, let's not put the key in the box." He goes, "Well, this is what we do," and then we mark the box. This is where the key is. Right. I'm like, okay, that sounds good. 
And then um, somebody walked by and said, no, 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 just give me the keys. Okay. Uh So we're unloading the boxes to put in the China Uh cabinet. The China cabinet is locked. Homeowner says to me, where's the keys? And I said, aha, I remember, you know, that they're boxing it. I forgot about handing it off to somebody. I'm like, I remember, you know, so we Mm -hmm. looked at every box. I went through the whole freaking house looking for the box that said, you know, this is for the China cabinet with the key. Couldn't find it. So we called the guy and he's like, yeah, don't you remember? We handed it to somebody. I'm like, that's right. Who'd we hand it to? He goes, I don't remember. (laughs) I thought it was one particular person. So I called that person. The person's like, nope, not me. Not me. Not me. I didn't, I don't have it. I don't have it. So where'd you find the keys? Never found the keys. Oh, nice. So what's your tip? My tip is if you're going to put it in the box, I think that's a good idea. Put it in the box, label it, or tape it on the back of the thing. Of the piece. Lock your doors and then tape them to the top of the cabinet. The top or the back, yes. Or if you're handing to somebody, take a picture of that person holding the keys. <laughs> that way you have evidence. Yeah, because right? I truly, I'm 90% positive I know. Who has them? But that person obviously doesn't remember getting them. Uh-huh, you know, And there's a lot going on in a move. People are distracted and, you know, they could have put it down. They could have, you know, put it in their pocket and threw it in the wash. I'm 90% sure who has the key, but they don't think that they have the key. Nice. I know. So take a picture. I take lots of pictures when I do these moves. Yeah. Lots of pictures. So did you see the Notre Dame fire thing? Yeah. Did you hear how it started yet? Well, you know, they didn't wire very well 850 years ago. (laughs) They didn't have wire 850 years ago. (laughs) Well, that might be the problem then. (laughs) Well, I know uh, Will said that it was... A uh, an electrical issue, but yeah. then I I also heard on the news that it they they don't know what the actual source was yet. No, I don't think they'll ever figure that out because of the amount of destruction, and they just love to always blame electric. Yeah, well, it's it's an easy culprit, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you can't blame the roofers for using the modified torch down stuff, you know, then then I guess that's another option is you just blame the electrician. Well, I mean, because most of the time your breakers are supposed to blow before you create a fire. Right. Unless it's not a grounded circuit. Then it just arcs and starts welding things Mm -hmm. and then catches stuff on fire. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Mike's alive. Yeah! Uh-huh. I'm a proud owner of a cat dozer. Yeah, boy. I for real doze in my steel toes. Slope assist. Got the blades so they stay on gray. Slope indicator. Right here in the dashboard like I asked for. Enhanced auto. Shift. Automatically shifting. More fuel efficient. What? Listen. What? Let's go. Yeah. It's six o'clock and the job is done But I'm not going anywhere cause this is too much fun I'm reminded every time I see a precision gray That this is probably the best decision I've ever made What, you don't like that? There was a swear word, I I dumped it No it's not 
Yes, there was. No, it's shifting. No, there's another one. No, there's not. I dumped it no, just to be not. safe. Dozer marketing. is not a swear that's word. A marketing video from Caterpillar. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just, I thought I heard something. No, you did. Sure. Why don't you tell us what you thought you heard? <laughs> no, he can't tell you what he thought he heard. I'm not gonna say something. I'm not gonna say it. Don't worry. It, it's not in there because I've heard that. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. That's right. The roads I grade score so high, call them overpasses. Get it? Sloping the cadence, neighbors. Jealous of the auto shit. I'm in the sandbox, smiling like a little uh-huh. kid. Little kid. Do you know what you mean to me? Mean to me. Uh-uh. You are more than machinery. Machinery. Yeah. I'm just exploring the scenery. One more lap around before I shut it down. Look at me and my dozer wanna be. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. So uh, Trixie came in during the break there and said that there were like hundreds of thousands of bees in the Notre Dame. Uh, cathedral that actually survived the whole thing so uh the nested anyway and uh, really yeah yeah so who knows i like i heard that no i that that was a new one for me too but that seems to me like um hopefully it was more than just an electrical issue because they were doing stuff on the outside so i don't you know maybe when they were cleaning it i, I don't know if it really was just an sh- electrical short but I mean, that just seems like a lot of fire from a small little, uh, you know. Well, that's also because they had sensors, the alarm sensors, they said went off in the wrong areas. So they checked for the fire in the wrong place first. Um, But I think the other thing that's interesting is, you know, that that has been in a state of disrepair for 10 or 12 years. Yep. And they barely scrounged up $100 million or something to start doing the repairs. Uh And now that it burned, they've got a billion dollars. So, (laughs) yeah, it's fine. It sucks, but you know it could have been far worse. The buttresses sure. and the and you know the stone walls stayed. Um, I'm amazed that the rose windows survived. Yes. Um, to me, those are the things that are irreplaceable. The wood part, the pews. You know, hell, half the pews survived. Pew, they pew, could, pew, you know, pew. Yeah, it's a video those, game. Yeah, it's the wood carvings because you know Gina and I was we're talking about that because I do wood carving you know in a different manner, not like that. Sure. I don't. I do more relief, but. I, where do you find guys to do that now? Right. That's going to be their bigger problem. You know, what are they going to do? Set one up and then have the CNC machines make them all? <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, there's nobody to do it anymore, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're just going to have to, or people are, are, you know, they'll have to find some artists that come in and actually learn the process and do it, you know, so, and, and get hired. Well, artists. and then McCrow, he said he'd do it in five years. I'm sure you're not going to carve all that stuff in five years either. So no, it took, it took 200 to build the thing. Right. Well, even the natural cathedral in, in Washington, D.C. took, what, 80 years to complete? Wow. You know, I mean, when you do cathedrals, that's a different thing. Uh-huh. You know, we used to joke, you know, we were putting up rafters. If they didn't quite meet, you go, that's okay, okay it's not a church. Then you're building right. a church, and everything had to be perfect. Yes. When you do a cathedral, that's like another step. It's got to be better than perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like it's all stone and, and top quality, so. Yeah. No, it's it's wild stuff. So, uh, I just, you know. I, I had I didn't wasn't sure if you'd heard how, how they if they had a an actual 
uh, reason. A smoking gun, so to speak, yeah, of what the, caused it. I mean, if, my guess, if I had to guess on anything, it would have been an extension cord from them setting up the tent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they had all that scaffolding set up and so on. So I would think that that's probably where it would be, like extension cords. Yeah. You know, they probably had, you know, two or three, 300, 200 footers or 100 footers put together. Yep. Yep. So, you know, the, the official, I guess the official report we haven't seen yet. So, no, you know. and like I said, that's so hard. Yep. To, to I don't know why themselves. they even want to focus on that as much as just get her going, get it cleaned up, get it fixed, you know? Right, exactly. I mean, it's not like a, a new jet that has an issue. It's an 850-year-old <laughs> cathedral. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's it could wild. have been the bees eating the wood, dropping the sawdust on the new light, that they, the temp light they put in. So uh-huh. it wouldn't be a short, but it was because of the temp light that it went so i don't know right all right you want to you want to do some uh myth busting can i say something really quick sure um i just want to also do a speed round of calls you people have about 30 minutes to get a free ten dollar gift card to the firehouse grill correct so 30 minutes how many can we give away you have to have your question on air yep 877-711-5611 speed round 877-711-5611 7115611 and you'll also be entered in for a chance to win the Mr. Floor cleaning products. So, you know, it's a it's a double win today. So, uh busting fi- yeah. Five uh interior construction myths from biznow.com busting five interior construction myths. And uh myth number 1, can you make up design plans as you go? Companies should work with their design team and general contractor simultaneously. Uh, I would rather you do it simultaneously, but not on the go. <laughs> yes. I, I, you, there, there's that statement. I was, as I'm reading it, I'm going, okay, no, not that part. Yes. That part. So that is a no and a yes to that question. Yes. So if, if you want to control your budget, you work with your contractor and your dot designer, whether it's an architect or designer or both and you go, okay here's what I'm proposing. And he goes, okay, that's a thousand dollars. Now, can you afford a thousand? If not, he tweaks it, but don't put it on paper and send it out for bid. Yeah. You know, knowing already that you can't afford it. Sure. Sure. You know, silly. Yeah. If you, if you just hire the designer or just hire the architect or do a designer and architect and you come up with your dreams and then you go talk to the contractor, you've wasted a bunch of time. So you well, want, yeah, and money because if it's all got to get redrawn, yeah, yeah. So find find uh, the architect you want to work with, the design team, and the contractor. Find all of that together so that that way, as you're putting your plan together, you know what the number is, you know what the pieces are, and and you know that the design works and fits. And we always tell everybody that to to get interview contractors. Don't ask for prices interview contractors and get referrals and so on from your friends, family, whatever, find somebody you're comfortable working with who has a great reputation. Mm-hmm. From there, the best contract you can do is cost plus because then you can see invoices and you're only going to pay the percentage for overhead and profit and in an office. So to me, it doesn't, it's the easiest way to do it. But unfortunately, everybody wants a fixed price contract. Mm-hmm. Now I can give you a, a budget prior to starting. Right. Based on, and that's what we do, it's, it's a budget based on historical data. Sure. I track everything. 
So here's what I think it's going to cost. Here's your budget. Now, if you can afford that, let's go. And if this, if you want to spend more money on appliances, well, we might have to take it away from lighting fixtures. We could still stay in that budget. Sure. Yeah. But and, to and, just have stuff drawn willy-nilly is like crazy. And new construction's a heck of a lot easier than remodeling a 100-year-old house. You know? Oh, absolutely. But even still, you've been doing it long enough that you you can anticipate the probability of what's behind the plaster. Sure. Sure. You know, we, you know, we just you walk to... into an old bathroom, knock on the tile and go, Ooh, that's mud set walls and floors. Yep. That's going to take two days to demo. Yep. You don't throw in a four hour, uh, you know, $120 for demo bath Correct. when you know it's going to take over two days for two guys to take that out. Right. You let the people know, Hey, this is all mud set walls and floors. This is going to come out like slowly. Yep. Yep. You know, and, and assume you're going to run all new water lines to, to it. And absolutely. A, a Anytime we do team. demo. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, myth number two, cost of interior buildouts have not changed labor shortages nationwide and the rising cost of materials have not affected building construction. <laughs> 20% in two years. There you go. <laughs> Leave it at that. Yep. So it, it, prices are going up. Materials are going up. Labor is also going up. So. Lumber's gone down, but. Uh, oh yeah. But not dramatic. Well, no. yeah, it was $500 a thousand board feet last year. It's three fifty now. But that's for a thousand board feet, so you sure. might only see a ten or fifteen cent difference in a two by four. Correct, correct. Square foot person rules of thumb still apply. So Square that foot person, huh? Yeah, the, the the rule of thumb where you just say, "Well, it's price per square foot." You're done, and that's so. I I know a lot of guys will come. Oh, in and I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. And they just they they quote based on the square footage. Okay. I never liked that. People always ask, well, give me a ballpark or, you know, just give me a rough number. And I said, well, do you want a bunt or a home run? Yes. Because <laughs> the easiest way I explain to people you cannot price anything by square foot is quite simply just look at your floor finishes. If you want a vinyl floor, I could do that for two bucks a foot or three bucks a foot. If you want hardwood, I'm at $12, $13 a square foot. And if you want natural stone, I could be at $20 a square foot. Yeah. So there's a $13, $14 difference from the bottom to the top over your whole addition or your house. So you can't just throw a square foot. So even when I was talking this morning, when we were talking about you could probably build a good house for 200 bucks a foot or less. Right. Well, I could build you a nicer one for more. Sure. You know, and I can make you a, a, one that meets code for way less. Yeah. So you got to figure out what you want. Exactly. Um, this is open design always leads to more collaboration. And uh, this was more like for the company. Not and Should you uh, do a more open floor plan or should you keep uh, your rooms, you know, divided off by walls? And Unfortunately, that changes with, I think that changes with market and with time. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, like, you probably hard pressed to find a blueprint, an old one that does not have a dining room. Mm -hmm. No one needs a dining room. No one puts in <laughs> a dining room anymore. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Why? Nobody uses them. They're pointless. Nobody even has that much family anymore. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we've got it's, a dining. We we have a dining room and it gets used once or twice a year. Rest yeah, I put a bar in mine. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, some of our big houses, we do formal dining areas, but even them, they're not like dining rooms. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and we do mostly open floor plans. So your kitchen, great room, dinette are are um, open and those open to the outdoor living. So. It's all one space. Yeah. And, and sustainable design is costly and uh, 
you shouldn't do it. So we've got a bunch of phone calls. That was the fifth one. Sustainable design is a little more expensive, but you get your money back. 5%, but you get your money back quick. All right, we're going to take all these phone calls we've got next, right after the break. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Hi. Is Hi. there a problem, sir? Uh, yes. Um, a quick question about the final total. Yes. Um, you see, yeah, we, we didn't budget for this. Excuse me? <laughs> this, uh, this was marked 1999. Yeah. Um, well, I've only got $7 set aside for this. So what are we going to do today? Well, I'd like the highlights, mm -hmm. but for now, I can only pay for a trim. Okay, so today we're only going to do the trim? No, the highlights, but I can only pay for the trim. I mean, how much did the taco stand? Was, was one About $12. Yeah, right, right, right. About $12. Sir, $12. we're not the taco stand. No, it, it was I had beef, same thing as I had here. <laughs> you had the filet. <laughs> yeah, cow. Okay, let me make a phone call. See what I can do. All right, there we go. And uh, could barely hear that. It needed to get oh, potted up. Okay. Well, you, I've got that saved on our YouTube. If you go to our YouTube playlist, you'll be able to watch the whole thing there. Basically, it's what we're talking about. Where they they uh, they want they 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 want the Rolls Royce, but they're only going to pay for the Yugo. You know that that that's basically what it's all about. So and it's. Mm -hmm. It's tied into the construction thing if you've uh, watched the whole thing. So we're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right, and you're, everybody that calls in today and gets their question on the air, they do get a a gift certificate to the Firehouse Grill. And who do we have on three? On three, we got uh, Jeanette from Chicago. She's got a question on best insulating materials and using solar unisolated on her house. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Jeanette, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, you're very welcome. Um, I actually have a, a few questions, if you have time for them. Um, let's say I, I was going to build new. What's the best... Um, build product for insulation. Is it um, SIPS? Is that what it's called? Yeah, or is it something else? Well, you've got a few different things you can do. The SIPS are nice. Those are structural insulated panels. That's one way to do your walls. Uh -huh. um, the problem with that is adding all the electric and stuff. So it, it, like in the Chicagoland area, if you have to use conduit, it's hard. The other way to go is the ICFs, which are insulated concrete forms. So that would be for your foundation uh -huh. and below grade. That gives you the R10 on both sides. Uh, but, And I know Ron's chomping at the bit to say the same thing. I'd still do more of a standard frame house, but use closed cell foam uh, for all of your insulation because you can get R30 in your walls, R48 in your ceilings, and it does a better job of air sealing. SIPs, the structural insulated panels, where you put them together, you could still have slight gappage, which would cause it would still lead to air leaks. And they're not allowed to be used in, uh -huh. in Chicago anyway. So uh, Chicago building Well, it's because they don't have a one-hour fire rating on the outside. Yeah. So if uh, the other thing is, if you go to our YouTube page, you're going to see how we're doing. We're doing a small little addition, and we're just doing a basic how to build in Illinois kind of thing like Rich is doing for Florida. 
And I, we just got done. I'll be posting this is the way you, you frame with California corners. And then you fill those corners all up with, with the, uh, closed cell foam. The, this, this sunroom is going to be really airtight and, and, uh, and warm just because of the way we're building it. It's two by four walls. You don't need to use two by six in, in foam and, and your, your money ahead. So ideally that's the way to do it. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Next question. So the, the second question I have, and then I have a third one, like I said, if you have time for it, um, I have a, a really old two flat in Chicago, which doesn't have good insulation at all. Has none. Parts of it, it doesn't have right. any. <laughs> um, lots of things are upgraded, though electric plumbing stuff like that. And I w- am considering putting solar on there. Uh-huh. Is that like a waste of time? Do I should I be doing the insulation first? So I don't know if it's worth doing the insulation at this point because well, it's so old, or even the. Um, the solar. Solar thermal but, or solar PV? Are you going to gener- generate right. electricity or heat? Well, I would um, I would like to do both and maybe even uh, the water for the hot water. Domestic hot water? Yeah. Yes. I, go ahead, Ron. You're the solar and wind guy. <laughs> so in Chicago, you can do the uh, solar thermal. The problem you're going to spend uh, thermal, which is heating water. So you're going to spend fifteen to twenty grand uh-huh. okay. heating that, you know, putting that system in to heat hot water that you're going to use once a day, maybe no, twice a day water. to heat water. Yes. Okay. So um, and okay. and so with that, with the rest of the time that all that money is going to be sitting on your roof dormant, not doing anything. You can take that same yeah. amount of money and put it into solar PV and and generate electricity. And now you're going to be using all of that. Whatever you don't use, you're going to be sending back to ComEd and getting a credit for it. So now you're going to be paid back a lot faster, and you're going to take advantage of all of the, you know, the electricity that's that's used. And if you want to, it's, go ahead, Rich. When you're regarding the lack of insulation in the building, going to a high efficiency heating unit wouldn't save you the energy you're thinking. Where the electrical energy you're saving with the PV system will give you your payback. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I always tell people, start with your solar PV first, generate the electricity, put in all your LED lights, make it as energy efficient as you can. You can also do an electric water heater if you want. If you're generating too much electricity that you're sending too much back, then you can always put in electric hot water heat too. And now, you know, you're just using the sun to to heat electrically. So it's it's the same principle. So Ron, is Robbie awake? Yeah. Yes. She's reading. She hasn't moved. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nope, she just did. <laughs> See, and, and well, well, that that is really helpful. That that um, yeah, if you could, that eases uh, my conscience. Yeah, yeah, and if you listen to us often, especially in an old two flat, you probably have your hands full trying to air seal that. But if you could get a blower door test to do the air sealing, and then add some insulation, then it would be a better upgrade than a lot of things. But you know, some of the older homes, it's just not practical. Yep. You just don't have access to enough of the okay. space. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. right. I appreciate the phone call. Exactly. Okay. Thanks so much. All have right. a great Thank day. You. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was a nice call. Yeah. Okay. Where are we going now, Fresh Meat? Kevin. Two. Okay. We have uh, Ed from Beach Park. He's got a oh. question about drywalling. Hey, Ed. Hey, you guys. Hey, Ed. You're at Mighty House. Good. Robbie's favorite topic, drywall. No, baby. She was already asleep. Hi. <laughs> say hi. What's your name? Go ahead, Ed. I called in a couple weeks ago 
and I was repainting the bathroom, and I ended up tearing the whole bathroom apart because I'm an idiot. Uh-huh. And uh, I got all the drywall off of it. Do I have to put green board all on, on every wall, including the ceiling of the bathroom? Do you have to? No. Should you? Do I have? Is that? Should you? Yes. Should I? See, should I, don't, I, yeah. I don't like green board. Why? Because it doesn't like to hold paint either. Uh, Latex paint doesn't like sticking to really? it. Really? I don't yes. know. I've never had You've that You've not issue. had problems with it peeling? Uh-uh. I have. Really? Yeah. I use, like, regular drywall in the walls and everything. Your primer's your sealer, and then just use dirt rock in the shower and tub area. Right. Or the the curdy the, the curdy liners. Yeah. We put that in the shower stalls now. So we've gone away from using the dirt rock. We just drywall it and then hang the curdy on there and tile it. So it makes everything go a lot faster, and uh, it's a lot easier. You're not trying to seam the dirt rock right at the tub and making sure you've got framing there to hold it all together. And so it, it works out a lot better, but we use the green board and it's fine. But I guess if you've got the right size bath fan in there, you don't need to worry about it, you know, cause then you don't have the mold and mildew issues. So there's your key right there. Get the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah. Bigger fan. So, yeah. Um, so do you have to use green board? No, you don't have to. But I mean, like I said, we do all the time. Rich doesn't. And he hasn't had any issues with it either. So, uh, I don't know. That, does that help you, Ed? Or confuse you even Not at more? all. <laughs> it confuses you even more, right? You no, can, if you want, go ahead and use the green board. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's just, a, it's you know, and you can get other different products. But like I said, it's I've had issues in a couple of homes where, not here, but up in Chicago. And maybe it is because the fans weren't working properly then. But, yeah, you know, you get paint peeling in the corners or off in the centers where it starts crackling up like. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Get a good a, a good bath fan, um, Brone, Newtone, Panasonic, and then whatever size. If they're trying to give you a 50 CFM, double whatever they're trying to give you. And 100, 150 okay. CFM fan in a in a five by eight bathroom, and you know is is good because that way you're going to evacuate that air nice and uh, nice and fast and keep that that air fresh. So, well, actually, the, the project has grown. It's not going to be a five by eight bathroom anymore. It's going to be like ten by ten. Okay. Yeah, you definitely want to be at 150 We're or out walls and 150 CFM yeah. or even more. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. The green, the ceiling and everything, green board, ceiling, yep. wall, yes. everything, green board, bigger fan. Yes. Yep. Beautiful. And then you're awesome. rocking. Thanks, I appreciate it. All right, bud. Thanks. No problem. And then one, one more there, fresh meat. Who we got? All right, we got Steve. He's got a water heater question. He's from Buffalo Grove. Hey, Steve. You need to heat some hot water. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm going to heat some hot water. Okay. Uh, uh, same situation came up in my office. We were talking about uh, a unit uh, upstairs drenched the unit downstairs in the laundry room, and it uh, soaked the hot water heater, it, the water heater, excuse me, Robbie, uh, and it, uh, uh, you know, the pilot went out. The owner of the unit had a plumber come in and tell him there was a safety. It, w- it wouldn't hold the light. It would relight but not stay lit. Okay. And the plumber came in and told him that there was some kind of safety switch on the on the water heater and that you had to replace the water heater. And I heard that, and I, I've never heard of that, and I was just wondering if you guys have ever heard of that either. Well, the if, if it oh, could have sm- switch. it could have smoked the electronics in the in the self igniting thing. It depends on how old the water heater is. In in most cases, it was e- about five six years old. Yeah. I understand that's 
I mean, it's, I don't know that for a hundred percent. It's possible, but I'd I'd call our buddy uh, Bob over at the at the water heater place in Northbrook, and and have him uh, talk to him about it because it may be you just need a you know a, a new uh, igniter in there or the thermal flame couple. sensor. Yeah, flame sensor thermal couple could be bad, and right. it it depends. It it if it's a sealed unit, a lot of plumbers don't want to do those sealed combustions. Because they're hard to get back together and, and get them sealed again. So, um, so I would, uh, if you want, drop us an email, ron at mightyhouse.net, and I will uh, put you in touch with Bob. Uh, he's uh, the water heater guy that we know in Northbrook that does a great job. So, yeah, you should go visit him. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll help you out. Yeah. He'll get you all squared away. He's on uh, Shermer in uh, just north of Willow. Oh, oh so. okay. Yeah, it's close by. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick, and, and the follow, follow up on your last. I, I do have uh, my when they redid my I had my bathroom redone and the paint is uh, flaking on the ceiling. Really? What's the yes? And That's I don't know bigger if fan. Green board or not? I'm, okay, hang on I one got, second. I upgraded this. Hang on yeah. one second. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll talk to you in the break here. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. In the Portage Online, I had to go, and she was looking so fine. My eyes were floating with love on my mind. I had my baby in the Portage Online. She was standing there looking just like me. We had something in common. We both had the well. I stood there a-pacing, trying to look cool. Just waiting for my turn to stand up to the stool. Well, I met my baby in the Portage Online. I had to go and she was looking so fine. My eyes were floating with love on my mind. I met my baby in the Portage Online. <laughs> All right, Robbie, who do we have here? Robbie, put your headphones back on. Don't. Don't get her going too far, because I saw what she was teaching that child. I know, I did too, and I don't. I'm afraid to even talk about that part. And Kevin's going to be mad at you now. Why is Kevin going to be mad at me? Cause what you're teaching his son. His son already knew, didn't oh, you baby see? Shark. Oh my god. <laughs> didn't you see? Yeah, no, he was doing the whole thing, and the yeah. I know. <laughs> That's what happens when you watch it 57 times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I am done. This is it. Ten minutes left in the show. I could yeah. just stay here for an hour. Yeah. There's nothing like holding a baby. Yeah. He's not even a baby. He's a big boy. Toddler. Yeah. How old is he, Kev? He'll be uh, two years in a couple weeks. Wow. You said two yes. years and two months. I know. It doesn't make any sense what I said. It's it's two weeks. <laughs> in It'll be two, two months. Twenty two months. May fifth is his birthday. May fifth. There yeah. you go. My nephew's birthday is May fifth. Yeah. He's a Cinco de Mayo baby, yeah. right? It's a good, uh, it's a good taco day. So it'd be cool. He'll have a taco <laughs> birthday cake, taco and margaritas. That's it. Man. And poop and baby shark. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got the unique poop going on there too. He likes. He it. does have unique poop. Yeah. <laughs> what is this from? That uh, unique carpet cleaning. Awesome. The, uh, uh, unique Larry was in today, and uh, no, that's Mr. Floor. Oh, that's Mr. Floor. But Mr. There. Floor refers his carpet people to unique carpet cleaning. Yeah. Well, we like unique carpet cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, so that's he gave us some poo. We got candy. We got coffee cups. Awesome. He, he gave us all kinds of Do stuff. Do you guys like licorice? There's licorice. In oh, yeah? There. Yeah. yeah. Take yeah, a I'll look at that. a piece of licorice or something. You, you can go. have the whole thing. You yeah. got a little jar and everything. Oh, no, wow. have the whole thing. The wife will be stoked. There you go. Bring candy. Well, good. I don't need no. to bring candy. <laughs> More? More? 
Yeah, how about mm, candy? <laughs> Can you say please? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Wow, that just ripped her heart out. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. Anything you want. So we need to send you an air check? Yeah. With yeah. your son? Yeah. <laughs> please. I get it. You've got to sing louder, though. We can't hear you. Can you sing louder? Baby. No, not going to do it. Not going to do it. <laughs> He's pretty tired. We just got back. He's a good kid. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. That's very funny. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So that's it, dude. I mean, like the the show's over already. Yeah. And we also got nail files. Oh, you know, only you did. Yeah. But you know what's cool? Oh, and Trixie got one, too. It's not only a nail file, but this side removes lint. Look at it. It's a lint brush on this side. And and Fresh Meat got a new nickname. What's that? Unique Larry shortened it. Calling him FM. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? There we go. It's good. I, it. I know. <laughs> Why didn't we ever think of that before? So there you go. It's, it's just the way it goes, man. And it's perfectly <laughs> timed with our transition yeah, into, to the FM frequencies. That's it. You it, like the nail file better than you like the... And the other thing is we are going to have a live remote May 4th from 7 to 10 a.m. It's a live broadcast from Joe's Donut at 6959 North Milwaukee Avenue. You can come it's out. It's live from Joe's Donut? Yeah. In oh. the donut shop. We're going to be yeah, in the donut shop. Yeah, you're going to be shop. at the donut shop. For I thought we were getting donuts. Double D on the way here just no. so I can I thought we were getting uh, you know, join in. See. She was finally listening, Rich. Oh, yeah. After three on. hours. She actually listened to it. So it's at Joe Donut at 6959 North Milwaukee Avenue oh, in Niles. Yeah, we'll be and uh, come out for a free donut, bring the family, and learn more about the Niles Design District. And it's a road to your better home. So uh, they've got a lot of okay. great, cool things out there uh, on that street. There's kitchen design, uh, kitchen and bath stuff. There's uh, just all-out remodelers. There's some Nari uh, guys out there that are on the strip in in Niles there, the design design district. So um, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. We'll be uh, talking to a lot of great people out there. So stop out, get a free donut and some coffee. Oh my at, gosh! At Joe Donut. Yes. More. <laughs> more. We're doing more. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're doing more. So there you go. All right. How much time we got left there, Fresh Meat? We have about four minutes. No, okay. That's cool. All right. Well, we so can all sing Baby Shark. What did you learn today? What What did I learn today? Yeah. What did you learn today? Robbie? Uh, we learned that you have to rinse your carpet three or four times. To get all the soot and soap yes. out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it'll perk right back up. Yep. Thank you. We learned Fresh Meat's nickname is now FM. FM. We learned what slab on grade is. What is slab on grade? Can you repeat it? Slab is when you pour the concrete directly on the dirt. Uh huh. You don't have to. What would you normally put underneath? You said we have to dig basement or crawl space. You dig. You dig down four feet or even further. In the Chicagoland area, we have to be down four feet, 42 inches. Because of freezing. Correct. So then you pour your footings, then you pour your concrete walls, or you could put up block walls, and then you pour a slab down in that hole. That that creates your crawl space, and then you build off of that. Whereas a slab on grade, you're just pouring that right on right on the right on the ground and you start building. I see in the code here says if I pour a footing, I have to cover it with soil four <laughs> inches. So why? If four you, inches. Well, then nobody wants to see the footing. Oh, jeez. If you pour, so you're literally pouring, do you put like a vapor barrier down sure. first? Well, you Absolutely. didn't say that. We weren't We weren't getting into all the fine, fine details. No, no, no. Most, of the, the, most of the stuff goes the same 
as yeah. a regular pour, but yeah, you need a vapor barrier, you need wire mesh. Okay, you know, all well, that stuff. okay, Jane and I would argue that when you say slab on grade, right. that you pour it direct. You said you put. You said you pour it directly on the dirt. Sure, you do. No, you pour it directly on the what did you call the wire mesh on the wire mesh vapor in your barrier, vapor barrier. On the, yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah. But, but that's you, a, you lay the plastic on the ground and pour on the ground. How's that? Fine, but I thought you meant you were literally pouring it right on the ground. That's in you my are. mind. I'm picturing. There just this. happens to be a piece of plastic. There. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what if you didn't put the plastic? It, it would It'd work. still work. They didn't put plastic in until 25 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So but if then, you buy an older, that's why home. older homes have radon problems and moisture problems. Yep. Oh. See. So maybe next week I'll have another uh, contest. For another term that you guys use all the time that I don't want to ask okay. what it is. Okay. Slab on grade. Sounds like a plan. That's it. We can do that. Thank you, Rich. Oh, there's the... You hear that? I don't hear it. Turn it up a little you bit ready? more there, FM. All right. There we go. That's it. Is it time for a nap? It, again, oh, yeah. you can uh, you can check us out and uh, at mightyhouse.net. We are going to be out at no. the uh, Joe Donut for a live broadcast Saturday, May 4th from 7 to 10. Again, 6959 North Milwaukee Avenue. And uh, come in for a free coffee and donut and uh, bring the family and learn more about the Niles Design District. It's your road to a better home. The conversation continues all week long. Yes, and? (laughs) And next week. Oh, you got it in there. Go ahead. Sorry. Who do we have next week, Rich? Man, I'm excited. You got NFL quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo going to call in, talk about Skills USA and Klein Tools. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we'll find out how his knee's doing. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll leave the football out of it. Okay. All right. But we can do that. And we'll have another Mighty House Tip of the Week and Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. We need to say thanks to uh, Unique Larry. Give him a high five. Thank you, Unique Larry. All right. There we go. We got the knuckle bump. And uh, Unique Larry from Unique Carpet Cleaning. Go to UniqueCarpetCleaning.com for more information. Thanks to everybody that gave us a call today and stopped in, spending a little time with us. We appreciate it. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Check us out on YouTube. And we got a lot of great stuff on there for Trixie, Fresh Meat, FM, Rich Cowgill, and Robbie Earhart. And the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until next. Until next. Saturday. 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 If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.